Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1040, air date February 27th, 2022. Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. And I think we're live. We'll see what's going on here. This is our new system we're setting up. So wait for people to join. Um, this is Dr. Shiva Idre. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, another Cytosolve open science project. And it's going to be about cinnamon and digestive health. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, that's the talk cinnamon and digestive health. And again, this is a Cytosolve open science institute project. And it's science by the people for the people. This research is being made possible because of the contributions people have made. And many of you have asked over the last uh, three to six months, you've asked different questions. And one of um, the questions was, hey, how does cinnamon actually affect digestive health? Because that's what we're going to talk about today. And we'll wait for people to join. And um, before we join, I want to share with you a couple of slides. And I typically play a video because one of the key things we want to uh, emphasize to people is that we need to take a systems approach to understanding anything, be it a systems approach to understanding um, anything we see around us, be it po political systems, your body is a system, food is a system, everything. So, and that journey to me uh, began many, many years ago. And I want to share that with you. Um, but uh, those of you who are interested in learning more, you can go to vashiva.com and there's a whole list of all the different activities um, that our institute, is, uh, the many institutes that we run are involved in. But again, today we're gonna to be talking about uh, cinnamon and digestive health, and we're gonna be taking a systems approach to understanding it. Um, one of the things, the systems we're gonna cover is a digestive system. As you can see, the digestive system uh, consists of many, many parts. We all use it every day, but yet uh, we don't know a lot about it because, um, uh, we don't focus on it. So you're going to learn a lot about the digestive system today, and uh, we'll get more into details on that. But the key word, if you notice, I'll keep using in this discussion today is um, about systems. And there's a journey to systems that I uh, have gone through, and I want to share that with you because it'll really hopefully uh, help you appreciate that it's been uh, sort of a long uh, journey for me. So let me play this, and we'll come back to cinnamon and its effects on digestive health. So here we go. So let's just talk about the journey to cinnamon. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, 
where my family were considered low-caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one-in-a-trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel, while in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently, at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There, I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop your body, your system, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements, and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state. And Systems Health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. Alright, so today we're going to take a systems approach to understanding um, the effects of a very, very uh, important um, herb. You know, it's really a bark of a tree called cinnamon and its effect on the digestive system. And let me um, go to our uh, presentation here. So, um, by the way, we want to thank everyone. Um, as many of you know, we have uh, been using Cytosol for this analysis, but we recently launched the Cytosol Open Science Institute which allows everyone listening to actually become research directors. You can ask a question. You can, in fact, go uh, get other people to support it. And we will do that research for you at a fraction of the cost than the government or any of the academic institutions can do. So this comes out of uh, the Cytosol Open Science Systems Project to really answer the question, how does cinnamon affect digestive health? And if you look over here, what we're going to talk about is, first of all, cinnamon is, uh, comes from curry powder. If anyone has eaten curry powder, cinnamon's an element of it, so you're going to understand what is curry powder, how, what is cinnamon. Uh, we're going to look at this, uh, cinnamon's effect 
on biological functions, okay? Then we're gonna uh, look at the digestive system. Then we're gonna look at cinnamon's effects on digestive health. And then we're gonna look at the clinical evidence on cinnamon dosaging, which means how much should you take? And everything we share here is from literally using the Cytosol approach where we look at all the research, we don't cherry pick, we distill it down, we organize it, we look at the molecular systems. And through this process, all of you actually, A, learn science, understand the molecular composition of this herb called cinnamon. You're gonna learn what the digestive system is. And um, shortly, we're gonna be taking all the videos we've done on the digestive system. So keep an eye out for this and we're gonna organize them into a course and you can actually uh, get certified in really understanding digestive system. So um, you can't get information like this anywhere because it's all original research. It's not stuff we're just sort of uh, hacking together. It's not, it's, it's all uh, news that co is coming to you uh, fresh uh, off our research. So let's really talk about um, what is cinnamon and what is curry powder because curry powder is a mixture of spices. It's a medicinal spice mixture. Over many, many decades, you know, people figured out that there are certain foods that really have profound effects on people. And culture is really the passing on of knowledge. So it happened over many thousands of years as people figured out there are certain spices that if you put together, it has very valuable effects for human beings. In fact, in traditional systems of Indian medicine, if you went from one village to another village, the spice combinations, even though the spices were the same, they varied because people's genetics varied. So over time, it became the right medicine for the right person at the right time. But over the many, many years, we've forgotten many of these ancient traditions, which is unfortunate. And we think giving one drug or one molecule is the right thing. It's very, very uh, backward, unfortunately. But anyway, if we look here, um, curry powder is really a mixture. And it's an essential component of diet across the Indian subcontinent. Uh, its earliest use um, uh, dates back to at least 2600 BC. And each part of India has its own version, as I mentioned, of curry powder. So some um, villages, from village to village, things can vary. Some people may use a little bit of cinnamon, others may use a lot, for example, or more curcumin, et cetera. And the ingredients in curry powder have a multitude of medicinal benefits. So, and by the way, you can see what those ingredients are here. It's very colorful. You have coriander starting at around one o'clock and then you have curry leaf, uh, black peppercorns, we have yellow mustard seeds, fenugreek, uh, along with turmeric and garlic and ginger in the middle. And then you have fennel seed, you have cinnamon, you have cumin and dried red chili. So you can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 different spices are combined. And these spices are combined based on your constitution also. We have a very powerful tool called Your Body, Your System, where you can actually understand what kind of system you are and it'll actually tell you what are the right combinations for you. So it's something um, out of my Fulbright research we were able to put together. But anyway, as you can see, these are very, very powerful herbs. These are medicinal herbs. Um, all of them uh, support digestive health. <clears throat> and digestive health is extremely important because as above, so below, your gut, by the way, is directly connected to your brain. Uh, modern Western science is discovering this that your gut and your brain are directly connected. In fact, if you talk to a gastroenterologist, they will tell you that your gut is really the first brain and then your brain is actually the second brain. And <clears throat> the neurologist and the gastroenterologist will argue, but they'll both agree that they're, they're frankly um, uh, 
brains. Um, you have more nerve cells in your gut than you do actually in the brain. So when you, when people say, you know, my gut tells me something, there's something to be said about that. Okay. So let's go back to this. Um, so when you look here, uh, cinnamon is an ancient spice. It, it was widely used spice um, and it's an aromatic native to Southeast Asia. Now, the medicinal use of cinnamon dates back nearly 4,000 years um, in, ancient, uh, in, ancient, uh, in ancient parts of India, as well as Chinese culture. And the important thing to remember, cinnamon is a bark. It's not, it's not some herb. It's I mean, it is an herb, but it's literally a bark of a tree. And the oil, uh, oil of cinnamon has many, many uh, medicinal benefits, including in, in an earlier uh, video I did, I talked about cinnamon's effect to support metabolism, particularly in the area of, um, you know, uh, uh, things like um, um, people with diabetes, type 2 diabetes. So you want to go check that video out. But it's the bark of a tree. That's why it's hard and has very, uh, uh, a lot of medicinal benefits, which we're going to walk through. The other thing you want to recognize here as we walk through this is that today we're going to focus on the digestive system. And I'm going to walk through this very, very carefully shortly. But what you can see from a from a, a point here, let me just focus in on this, that the digestive system is composed of the hollow organs and then the solid organs. And we'll walk through this. The hollow organs include the mouth, the esophagus, the stomach, small intestines, large intestines, and the anus. And the solid organs include the liver, the pancreas, and the gallbladder. And we'll walk through all of this. But um, we're going to look at the effects of cinnamon on the digestive system, okay? That's what we're going to look at um, today. And one of the things I also want to mention, if you see scrolling on the bottom of the screen, is essentially, if you want to know more of all the different things we do, you can go to vashiva.com. But those of you who specifically want to, uh, I'm getting a lot of text people want to understand more about Cytosolve and the Open uh, Science Project. And you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and you can actually um, support scientific research. Okay, and we'll come back to this. Now, one of the key things that I want to talk about is that um, the, uh, cinnamon is a widely, widely researched, um, relatively widely researched herb. You know, we've, we've looked at different things, but you can see here, cinnamon has... Um, close to 8,787 research articles done, 99 clinical trials. This is, means that the uh, cinnamon has been tested on human beings. And look at it, over 120 years of research. That means it goes back to you know, the early 1900s. So it's widely researched dietary supplement, um, close to 9,000 research articles. So at Cytosol, what we're able to do is we're able to really look at all this research and bring it together. And I'll talk more about this. In fact, I have a nice video queued up for you, but Cytosolve is really a revolutionary platform for 23rd century medicine and research, which came out of my PhD work. But we do this research, and one of the important things, we do this without the need to kill animals. And that's one of the ethoses that we have here. And, and the research can be done faster, cheaper, and safer. And those of you who want to, again, ask different scientific questions, go to vashiva.com, go to Truth, Freedom, and Health, and... Um, uh, contribute to this research, but when you support us, we also support you in many, many different ways that I'll talk about it. But Cytosol literally is able to take a body of research, in this case, cinnamon and uh, digestive health, find all those papers, organize them out of those papers, find the relevant ones related to digestive health, understand the molecular mechanisms, and then put together this research, okay? So 
And this research um, paradigm really came out my interest when I recognized that the entire pharmaceutical model is really, unfortunately, not just screwed up, but it has some serious weaknesses because the entire pharma model is actually based on not understanding food as medicine, but it's really about trying to understand how one molecule in nature, or sometimes not in nature, most of the uh, compounds that pharma makes are synthetic compounds, and how to take that synthetic compound down a path to see if it'll influence something in your body. And this diagram shares the pharmaceutical model. They take a compound, and if they think, oh, does this affect digestive health? They will first test it in the test tube, spend several years. And if that works, then they'll go and kill a bunch of animals, which is really unfortunate. And there's no reason to do this, in my opinion. And that'll take around six, seven years. So you've spent, you know, eight years on this. And then, or, or sometimes less, but, you know, anywhere between five to eight years. And then if you prove that it doesn't kill too many animals after hurting a lot of animals, then you go through an FDA clinical trial process, phase one, where you test on small sets of humans, phase two, and phase three, okay? And by the time that drug comes out, it could, have, it could still have significant side effects. And, you know, you can sue pharma companies. But this concept um, has actually hurt the entire pharmaceutical industry because you can see year over year, it takes them about, you know, 15 years to discover a drug, 13 to 15 years, $5 billion, and people can sue pharma companies. And this is why the jab was so valuable and what Trump did with the Operation Warp Speed because, and thanks to the Kennedys, the Kennedys made it uh, uh, in 1986, they ensured that no one could sue pharma companies through a bill that Ted Kennedy passed, okay? And then Trump essentially allowed Fauci to fast track vaccines, which means pharmaceutical companies can get a jab through very quickly, which is what they did with the COVID jab, and you can't sue them. So, um, and this is very valuable for pharma companies because if you look at what happened here in uh, over the last many, many decades, pharma companies were spending more and more money on R&D, which is what that saffron line represents. And in fact, even the FDA was approving less and less new drugs because of the side effects. So they're, get, they're putting more money into R&D, less drugs are coming out, and this is a serious problem to their profit model. This is why pharma companies were waiting for their savior and their savior was Operation Warp Speed and the jab. So now the jab goes out there. You have to keep getting the boosters every six months. So it's literally like uh, the Schick razor company selling you the razor and keeping selling you blades. So anyway, um, this was a background in 2003, four or five when I created Cytosol because I said, hey, these pharma guys are hurting a lot of animals. I thought they would embrace Cytosol, but they just want to do it their way. So we started applying Cytosol to really start understanding how it could really help natural products in many ways to honor what my grandmother had done and uh, the tradition of tr uh, the history of uh, traditional medicine. So with Cytosol now, we don't just test a single compound. We can test the combinations of compounds and food is fundamentally a multi-combination drug. So I want to, uh, again, play, with, uh, play for you a quick video, which will really give you a little more depth on what Cytosol is. So you get the background and then we're gonna come look at the analysis of the Cytosol Open Science Institute um, on digestive health. So here's a quick um, video on what is Cytosol so you learn a little more.
Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosol to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure, while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosol. Cytosol is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosol is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosol computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation, but how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03, far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's
It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. All right, great. So that gives you a background on Cytosolve to really understand the process again. To all of you interested, we've launched the Cytosolve Open uh, Science Institute, and it's really to enable science for the people by the people. You can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. You can support it. You can also become a member of the movement and become a warrior scholar because when you support the Institute's research, we actually enable you to learn the science of systems. So it's a reciprocal relationship. All right. So let's go to cinema now. And one of the things to remember here is that those of you joining, we're doing a analysis on the effects of cinnamon on digestive health. So let's go right here and talk about this. Um, so cinnamon is composed of four different major components, minerals, vitamins, flavonoids, and essential oils. Okay. Um, that's why you'll find people creating something called cinnamon oil, because the bark of the tree actually puts out oil, but it's got minerals, vitamins, flavonoids, and essential oils. We're going to walk you through some minerals. You can see got a ton of calcium. Look at that 281 milligrams of calcium in one ounce of cinnamon, manganese, uh, a trace mineral, potassium, and phosphorus. Phosphorus is very, very important for the brain and vitamins A, C, E, and K, a ton of vitamin A, again, in one ounce of cinnamon. So you can see vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, and vitamin K, and the four minerals, calcium, manganese, potassium, and phosphorus, okay? That's just in one ounce of cinnamon. The next thing you'll notice is that there are multiple flavonoids. And these flavonoids, um, one of the things is that in um, mainstream science, they don't really teach us that the importance of these flavonoids. One of the recent uh, bioflavonoid products that we've discovered is a combination of a set of very important bioflavonoids when combined appropriately, which we discovered with Cytosol, it has an amazing effect on you know, what's known as pain and inflammation in your body. And we'll talk more about that. But these flavonoids are really, really important. That's why fruits and vegetables and uh, those foods are very important. But you can see there are seven flavonoids that are found in cinnamon, gossipin, naphalin, hesperidin. Uh, this shows up many, many times. Hibifolin, hypolatin, aroxindin, and quercetin. Many of you during the um, so-called pandemic, um, regardless of whatever goes on there, quercetin combined with zinc is a very powerful combination to support your immune system. Quercetin is an ionophore. It, al it allows your uh, cell membranes to open up. Um, so um, uh, zinc can pass through it. And zinc is very, very important for stopping viral replication. So quercetin, extremely important. But you can see cinnamon has uh, a number of these flavonoids, okay? seven of them that we wanna really focus on today. And when you look at these, I always like sharing um, some of the chemical structures, but you can see cinnamon also is composed of these es essential oils. Many years ago, uh, a company called doTERRA, um, which does research on oils, has asked us to research a, a combination that includes cinnamon. But anyway, you can see the essential oils that are involved in it. Now there's 41 different essential oils found in cinnamon now, the major essential oil components with the medicinal effects that we know today. I mean, this is the unfortunate thing is, you know, the NIH and the government does so little research relative to how much research 
that they fund in pharma on natural compounds because of the collusion that occurs between academic research, the government, right, and the big pharma companies. But uh, in my view, there's probably many, many other components of cinnamon we don't know about, but we like to at least, you know, hedge our, uh, be conservative, meaning, and really focus on what there has been research. And at least these four major essential oil components are quite well re researched. Cinnamon aldehyde, it's an aldehyde of cinnamon. Aldehyde chemical structures typically have this double bond O, which means carbon here, uh, connected to hydrogen, double bond O, and this other carbon group over here, which is a, another double bond. This is called an aldehyde group, okay? So we have cinnamon aldehyde. Uh, we have cinnamal, cine, uh, sorry, cinnamic acid. Acids always have the C double bond OOH, C-O-O-H, a little bit of organic chemistry, um, cinnamic acid. And then we have these two other important com components, Cinnamyl acetate. Acetates always have this O, oxygen is connected to two with another O here, right? So if you see this, this is an acetate. This COH with this group is an aldehyde and COH is an acid. Um, and then um, we have eugenol, which shows up in a number of places. And um, But these are the four major essential oil components in, um, uh, in cinnamon, okay? There's others, there's 41 others, uh, but these are pretty well researched, okay? So let me go here. Now I wanna talk about what are the biological effects of, of cinnamon. So remember, these foods, you can't just put them into any one bucket. That's not a systems approach. Pharmaceutical drugs, you can only put them in one uh, bucket, but the great thing with foods is they have um, holistic effects in your body. And as you can see here, um, cinnamon has a number of very, very different effects. Now, it's a little bit hard to see here, but I have these arrows going up and down and I'll walk you through. So let's start at 12 o'clock here. First of all, cinnamon increases glucose metabolism in the brain, okay? So that's where that arrow is going up. It lowers amyloid beta toxicity. Um, very, very important uh, for Alzheimer's, right? So it lowers that toxicity and it lowers beta secretase enzyme activity, okay? These are two very, very important things for the brain. And this increases, cinnamon also has an effect on increasing uh, NCAM levels, which supports neural growth. So you gotta, it supports the growth of neurons. Um, Anti-diabetic effect. A uh, lot of literature done on this um, that supports, um, uh, you know, uh, the insulin, you know, insulin, a mimetic effect, which means it mimics insulin, okay? Um, Procognitive effects via acetyl uh, ACHE activity and antioxidant effects via the NRF2 modulation. If you guys want to study NRF2, it's um, one of the most important things to support antioxidant work um, in your body. Um, and then finally, neuroinflammation. Again, some basic chemistry. If you heard of TNF, alpha, IL-1, IL-6. These are pro-inflammatory uh, chemicals. So when you lower that, that supports, you know, reduce inflammation. Particularly in this case, we're looking at neuroinflammation. So you can see it over here, we're seeing effects up here and here on type 2 diabetes and an antioxidant effect, but a number of important effects um, on brain function, okay? So again, it's a bark of a tree, okay? But we're going to focus on digestive health today. Um, 
so let's look at, so that's the biological effects. Let's look at the health benefits. Um, we're going to talk about the, how it affects digestion, but you can see cinnamon has many, many other effects. Helps in weight loss. It boosts the immune system. It boosts functioning of the brain. It has antibacterial and antifungal effects. Treats menstrual cramps. Reduces inflammation. Lowers the onset of chronic illness. Lowers cholesterol levels and lowers blood sugar levels. So it's really important to understand that cinnamon as an ingredient was part of the entire curry spice blend because of all these powerful uh, effects. So if you want to think about it, look at all these things. It's a multi, you know, uh, systems herb. It affects many, many systems in your body. And by the way, everything we're talking about here is in fact backed by clinical research, in vitro research, and in vivo research, okay? All right. So, but we're going to today focus on digestion, okay? That's what we want to focus on. Before we talk about how it affects digestion, I want to educate you a little bit on the digestive system itself. What is the digestive system? Um, one of the key things we focus on the Truth, Freedom, and Health Institute is we start all of our warrior scholars first on giving them a lesson in the foundations of systems. And if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, it took me 50 years to organize this curriculum. Um, we've created an entire platform I'll walk you through later where you can come in. Um, we have teaching assistants that are there on Mondays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, I do a you know grand, what's called a full lecture uh, at once a month. Uh, you get to interact with our teaching assistants uh, plus myself, but you will really learn systems. You'll learn the science of systems. So when we look at the digestive system, we're looking at one of those systems, okay? Um, so let's, let's look at this here. What are the systems components? A system, by the way, when you uh, take the foundations of systems course, you'll understand it's not just a part. The problem with Western medicine is it's really good if you're just focused on one thing, but it doesn't take a systems approach. So you can look that the body is really composed of hollow organs and solid organs, okay? So if we look at the entire digestive tract from the time you put something into your mouth, it starts in one of the hollow organs, your mouth. The esophagus is a hollow organ. Then it goes down to your stomach, which is a hollow organ, the small intestines, the large intestines, and the anus. So that is the full um, aspect of your hollow organs. But we also have the solid organs the liver, the pancreas, and the gallbladder, extremely important to functioning. And if you study Chinese medicine in our Systems Health Institute, we actually teach people Indian medicine, we teach people Chinese medicine, and the various medicine um, uh, traditions really focus on, liver is a very, very important organ system. If your liver is not working, well, guess what happens? The liver will go to your secondary system, to your skin, okay? But if your liver is clean and functioning well, you won't have skin issues, okay? If you start having skin issues or eye problems in traditional medicine, you go to the liver. All these systems are interconnected, okay? Start having pain in your neck here along the sides, okay? Gallbladder issues, believe it or not, okay? Um, in Eastern systems of medicine, things are interconnected. You don't just look at one part. But anyway, you can see in this case, the digestive system is composed of the hollow organs, and the solid organs. And the diagram sort of tells you where things are. You can see, you know, mouth, obviously, salivary glands up here, very important to chew, the esophagus. And then you see the stomach over here, right? 
right here is a big stomach. The pancreas is a very little organ right here. You want to take care of that. The large intestines over here, right? So small intestines um, are right in here, right? That's where a lot of the digestion takes place, the rectum and the anus, and then the appendix is right here, okay? And look at the liver. It's literally on your right side of your body with your gallbladder over here, okay? So if you just want to think about your body, put your bo if you put your left hand, um, that's where your stomach is, right hand across from that is your liver, and then you have your uh, large intestines, which go below, and they surround everything, and then you have your small intestines, all right? Well, let's continue. Um, so the mouth, why is the mouth important? Mouth is, and the mouth, the esophagus, and the stomach are where we start seeing uh, very important parts of where the breaking down of food and the transport of food takes place. So the mouth is where uh, uh, we break down big chunks of food into smaller ones. Um, and this is where the salivary enzymes uh, integrate and they begin the biochemical process. It's very important to chew food. Um, in fact, in many, many traditional cu cultures, they'll say, you know, um, it's really important, even if you're drinking, like a lot of people, if they make smoothies, they just drink it. Most traditional cultures will say, even when you're drinking a smooth smoothie, let it interact with your mouth enzymes, right? Um, it's really, really important to digest and to start in the stomach. Uh, then is the esophagus is the thing that transports the food from the mouth to the stomach. And then the second part where the breaking down of food occurs, as you can see, uh, is with the acids and enzymes in usable form. By the way, there's a lot of, in Western medicine, they'll tell people, oh, you don't have, you know, you have an acidity issue. You have too much acid. Frankly, it turns out many people who have, who claim they have an acid issue actually don't have enough acid. Okay. So go study a little bit about this. I may do a video on it, on hydrochloric acid, um, the enzymes. Those of you who are having digestive issues, go explore digestive enzymes. And digestive enzymes are very, very valuable because many people actually don't have enough acid in their stomach. And many of the Western doctors will give them the wrong advice and not be able to diagnose that. So you wanna really do some research on that, about the digestive enzymes, okay? Um, so again, these are the areas of the digestive enzyme where the breakdown of food occurs. Now the small intestines and the pancreas are extremely important because the small intestines are where the, the food from the stomach um, mixes with enzymes from the pancreas and bile from the liver. And that's where we start seeing further breakdown of the food. But more importantly, this is where the absorption of nutrients takes place and, and, and we transfer the unusable food material to the large intestine. And there's a host of gut microbiome here. So the mi microbiome, which means a good bacteria for, for your body, are really uh, in, in, in the small intestines, okay? But you can see this is where the absorption of food takes place. So there's some people who eat a lot of food. They keep eating food, a lot of food, but, uh, but they're not getting the nutritional value that they need that they need. Typically, this is because they don't have enough enzymes and they, they're not properly breaking down food. In traditional cultures, people used to do some type of cleansing the body and they used to always make sure they included some type of fermented foods like sauerkrauts or the pickles. This really supported the gut microbiome, but make sure that you are absorbing foods, okay? Then we have the pancreas very, very important because this produces enzymes. What are enzymes? I've used that word a couple of times. Let me explain what enzymes are. 
enzymes are, are um, important chemicals that your body produces and they support what's called a catalysis process to break down food. They lower the amount of energy your body needs to break down food. So if a chemical reaction goes from A plus B going to C, when you have enzymes, you need less energy for A plus B to go to C. So when people are eating enzyme-rich foods, you'll probably be more awake and alive uh, and be energized. But if you're not eating foods that have enough enzymes, you're gonna, you eat a meal and you're gonna feel tired after that meal, okay? Because your body's expending tremendous amount of, amounts of energy and you don't have enough enzymes. So the pancreas is very, very important because pancreatic enzymes are extremely important. A lot of research done on the importance of pancreatic enzymes and the onset of cancer. And in fact, fighting cancer. And so uh, the pancreas produces the enzymes to digest food macronutrients. Trypsin, very, very important. And chymotrypsin are important to break down protein into amino acids. So what do I mean by that? Well, you eat a big steak or you eat a big piece of chicken, okay? Well, that's protein. Your body can't just use protein. It needs to be cut up into things called amino acids. And your body then uses that to build muscle uh, and other structures your body needs. So it's sort of interesting. Your body takes a big piece of meat, breaks it down into amino acids, and then the amino acids are reassembled. Some people have said, why not just eat amino acids, right? Because you're saving that energy process. Um, we just finished some very interesting research on almonds, for example. If you eat raw almonds, roasted almonds, but if you take almonds and you soak them for a couple of days, it germinates. Well, the soaked germinated almonds have tremendous amounts of amino acids. The soaking process converts proteins to amino acids, okay? Many traditional cultures knew this. That's why nuts were always soaked. They never ate nuts raw or cooked. In fact, most meats, they would also do some process of fermenting the meat. So it'd be easier, you know, marinades. Right. If you watch a dog or wolves, they will take meat or fish. They'll bury it. Sounds sort of disgusting in the earth, which is really fermenting, which is breaking down the protein. And then you eat it. So this is a very important concept. Your 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 gut is literally a vessel. It's literally where cooking takes place. But imagine if you gave your body pre-digested food, then with enzyme rich richness in it, that means you're lowering the amount of energy your body needs to digest. Very simple energy. So the pancreas is very, very important because the pancreas, um, these enzymes, right? Trypsin, chymotrypsin break down protein. That's one type of enzyme. Amylase breaks down carbohydrates into glucose. So imagine you have meat and potatoes. The meat gets broken down by trypsin and chymotrypsin into amino acids. The potatoes get broken down using amylase. And then if you eat fats, lipase, we talked about lipids, lipase. Anytime you see ASE, that's typically added to something called, it, that's, an, that's an enzyme. So if you want to break down, you, you're eating your oils where you need lipase. You eat avocados, um, the fatty acids are broken down by lipase. You eat a piece of bread or potatoes, that's broken down by amylase and trypsin and chymotrypsin. But look at how important the pancreas is. The pancreas is the engineering part that gives you these very important enzymes. So, um, you know, be very aware of the importance of the pancreas, okay? Now, we also have um, five other organs, right? You have the liver, 
Liver is a thing that supplies the bile. So the bile flows from the liver into the small intestines to break down fat. But most importantly, think about the liver. It's like a carburetor. It also filters nutrients from the small intestines and removes toxins. Extremely important. Again, as I mentioned, if your liver is not functioning well, you're gonna, you'll, you'll see problems in breakout in your skin because if the liver can't process it, your body will say, okay, I'm gonna use the skin to put it out. So when you start doing cleanses, the liver will start detoxifying your, and if, and if you're cleansing too fast, your, your skin will take the hit on it, okay? Um, liver is extremely important. Dandelion greens, we'll do a whole video on that. Uh, very, very supportive for the liver. But it, it's really used to process and filter the nutrient from the small intestines and remove toxins. And it's also the thing that really sucks the nutrients and transfers the nutrients to the blood. The gallbladder, okay, uh, is where you stole, store bile and it really has a concentrated bile, which is used to break down food. The large intestines are where we absorb the water uh, from uh, the waste left over from the digestive process. And then um, uh, uh, from the digestive process in the small intestine. So the small intestine has, you know, um, water from the waste left from the digestive process. So they're absorbed into the large intestine. And the large intestine also has gut microbiome, okay? The rectum is where we store the stool until it's full, okay? And then the anus is obviously where we use to evacuate the stool once the rectum is full, okay? So there you go. That's the digestive system. Um, now, I want to now talk to you about the effects of, you know, the effects of cinnamon on the digestive system. Um, cinnamon literally consists of many, many molecules. So you have all these different molecules. You have this digestive system. So how does this one system called cinnamon, which all of its parts, all the essential oils, minerals, we're going to focus on a few. How does that now affect the digestive system? So we're going to, we're going to learn about that. And before we go to that, I want to share with you a practical example that we have used against Cytosol to model various types of systems. Uh, we just published a major paper in the leading cancers journal where we modeled all the systems that are involved in cancer. We've used Cytosol to discover a combination therapies. But um, I wanna share with you a very practical discovery we did a couple of years ago where we modeled the system of pain, the system of inflammation. And we use Cytosol to really find a combination of ingredients. And this will give you sort of a practical aspect, but we still have quite a bit of stuff to go on. But I wanna share with you a quick video in a very practical way. And I'm gonna share with you a product that we literally discovered using Cytosol. So let me play this for you and we'll come back to this. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort 
and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet. And they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids. And I started taking that MP25. After a bit, I was able to hold cards in my hand. Very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 25 is Cytosolve optimized, which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. All right, everyone, that was, uh, I hope that was, that was helpful. But uh, the reason I want to share that with you is that, uh, let me just switch it over here, is that um, it's, it's pretty exciting uh, for me as a scientist where you can take this research and you can actually uh, do something where it's not just, you know, something that's um, theoretical, right? So we actually have a, bo I have a bottle of MV25 here and on the back of this bottle, let me just share it with you. I think I have it here. There's some important labeling on there. Um, you can see that that's a bottle. You can get it on our shop. But we could say it's Cytosol Optimized, as I shared with you, because what we found is we literally modeled, as the uh, video said, we literally modeled all these molecular reactions. And we ran through many, many different computations to find this right combination. And uh, one of the promises we make here is, look, science is constantly changing. If there's new... Uh, compounds that we found in nature, we're going to keep, um, you know, advancing this formulation. It's not like science just stay, stay still. And that's a problem when people become fanatic, they think that just this one set of compounds is it, but there's actually combinations and that can, that can actually vary. The other thing is um, we've, as, as uh, we've made this clean certified, uh, we've made sure that the uh, product uh, is with high GMP standards and all those kind of things. I just walked you through over here. And you can go, go to our shop and you can get it. The bottle is there and you can order it right online. Okay. So now let's go back to the effects of cinnamon. So we take the same approach where we understand the molecular pathways within the digestive system. And we're going to look at how the different elements, components and cinnamon affect the digestive system. Okay. So let's go in here and take a look at that. Okay. So now we're going to look at the effects of cinnamon on the digestive system. So how, so how do we want to look at this? First of all, 
cinnamon affects the hollow organs of the digestive system. Hollow organs, remember, are the intestines. And how does it do that? Well, it, it delays gastric emptying. You know, it lowers blood glucose. So that's very, very important. It lowers blood glucose by, by delaying gastric um, emptying. Now, what, what that means is it also lowers inflammation in the GI tract to prevent dyspepsia, flatulence, diarrhea, and vomiting, okay? So again, um, we're going to walk you through that, but it affects the hollow organs, the intestines in your digestive system. So let's look at what this means. So it delays gastric emptying. So what, what do we mean by that? So if you look at the diagram here, here's the cell wall denoted by these two lines up here. And to those of you listening on our podcast, we're now on I think about 10 different podcasts. I'll also try to explain the diagram here. We see the cell wall and we see the cinnamon coming across the cell wall. And what you see here is gastric emptying measures a time it takes for food to empty from the stomach and enter the small intestine, right? Now you want to delay that. Now, why do you want to delay that? Because if it's just going right from the small intestine and from the stomach, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, um, if you, it, because, it, because you want from the stomach and enter the small intestine because you want to make sure you have better absorption of food. So the lower rate of gastric emptying is associated with lowering blood glucose levels, okay? So that's what we want to do. Now, gastrointestinal hormone, GLP-1, lowers the rate of gastric emptying, okay? Um, and... If it just goes right from your stomach, <clears throat> right into your uh, small intestines really fast, you don't have proper breakdown of food, which means you're not going to get proper absorption. So GLP-1 GLP um, lowers the rate of gastric emptying. Okay, so it's, it's not like it just goes into your stomach and boom, empties into your small intestines. You want to lower that rate so, you know, it hangs out in your stomach, your, your, your body's digesting, and then it moves into your in small intestines you know, so you can uh, absorb the food. This is why it's important to eat food slowly, savor it, relish it, chew your food, just in general, okay? Because you're also supporting the gastric, you're lowering gastric emptying, okay? So GLP-1 blocks, that's what this little red hammer means. It blocks gastric emptying. And when you, if you have high gastric emptying, right, this has high blood glucose levels, and that leads to metabolic disorder. So let me repeat that again. So if you have, if your body has high gastric emptying, this is not a good thing. That means you have high blood glucose levels and you get metabolic dis disorders. But if you can lower the gastric emptying, then you're going to have, you're not going to have these metabolic disorders, right? So GLP-1 is a very, very important chemical because it lowers the rate of gastric emptying, okay? And guess what cinnamon does? A green arrow means it increases levels of GLP-1, okay? More GLP-1, which is good for you, it lowers, uh, it blocks high gastric emptying rate, okay? So cinnamon upregulates the production of GLP-1, which reduces gastric e emptying, reduces blood glucose levels, and it improves metabolic diseases such as diabetes. But it's doing it through um, making sure G you produce more GLP-1, okay? So that's a takeaway from this, again, this molecular pathway, which we have put together from the Open Science Institute at Cytosol. So that helps, and now you can um, teach your friends that, okay?
Um, and, I, and please feel free to watch this video and um, hope this makes sense, okay? That's one. The next thing is, let's look at bloating and dyspepsia, okay? You get bloating. And so what we're looking here is, let's say you have a high-fat diet, and um, what happens is if you have a very high-fat diet, um, uh, the high-fat diet, an infection from Heliobacter pylori leads to gut inflammation. So if you have a high-fat diet and you also have uh, H. pylori, this is going to lead to gut inflammation, okay? So again, we're showing the cell wall here, consuming heavy fats, and you have pylori, H. H. pylori. Some people, you know, high-fat diets, healthy fats are good. But if you have this H. pylori, guess what happens? This will upregulate NF kappa beta. And we've talked about this before. Now, chronic gut inflammation leads to functional dyspepsia, okay, which can cause bloating and indigestion. And so you can see if you have a high-fat diet and you have H. pylori, you get NF kappa beta. Just follow this green all the way through. That leads to TNF alpha and IL-6. Those of you who've seen my videos before, TNF alpha and IL-6 are these very, very two inflammatory molecules that they support inflammation that leads to bloating, indigestion, and dyspepsia, okay? But guess what cinnamon aldehyde does? Remember what I shared with you? Cinnamon aldehyde is that very important molecule that is in, um, it's one of the components of the essential oils in cinnamon, right? So that essential oil in cinnamon has cinnamon aldehyde in it, aldehyde in it, and that cinnamon aldehyde, look what it does. It inhibits NF-kappa-beta right here. You're saying right here, it blocks NF-kappa-beta. That means it stops this entire follow-up reaction. Now, um, so cinnamon aldehyde inhibits NF-kappa-beta, induced production of um, inflammatory cytokines, which are TNF-alpha and IL-6, and thereby resolving bloating, indigestion, and dyspepsia, okay? So again, that's one of the other... Um, discoveries we put together to share with you from the Cytosolve Open Science Project, okay? Number two, uh, very, very valuable pieces of information on cinnamon's effect through cinnamon aldehyde for digestion. Let's go to the uh, approach now I want to share with you. Remember, one of the things we do in at VA Shiva and the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement is we teach you a systems approach to understanding everything in the universe, political systems, engineering systems, election systems, and your body is a system. Now in 2008, nine, when I went back to India after I finished my PhD, I wanted to study the integration of Eastern and Western medicine. And I was able to bring that together. And one of the tools I created was a tool called Your Body, Your System. By the way, everyone go to vashiva.com. You can sign up for our open houses absolutely accessible to everyone, but we do a course on your body, your system, at least a preview so you, got, you can understand, or you can go to truthfreedomandhealth.com. Um, but one of the ways that I, after that research was I created a tool called your body, your system. And this tool asks you a set of questions and it maps your body. One is we can understand the body from a molecular systems approach, or we can understand the body from a system science approach where you understand there's three forces in the universe, transport, the movement of information, matter, and energy, conversion, the conversion forces of 
information, matter, and energy, and the structural forces. I don't have time to go into this, but go to truthfreedomandhealth.com, sign up, and you'll be able to understand all of this, plus join a community. But one of the things we give to every one of our warrior scholars in the program is a tool called Your Body, Your System. Oops. And what Your Body, Your System lets you do, let me go back to where I'm am here. Um, your Body, Your System allows you to understand your body is a system. Everybody's system is unique. And what you can do with this, I think, uh, I think I go here. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, so I don't have time to go into the details, but think about that your body can be on this three-dimensional axis of your body can have a lot of movement, motion, transport, structural forces, storage, or conversion. But within this framework, you can use this tool, you answer a set of questions, and it'll actually calculate where your body is. And that red is the target position of your body. Some people have lots of transport. Other people have more conversion to storage. In the Indian system, we call it both, pit, and cough. But this will actually figure out for you what kind of system you are. And the red dot may be different places for each one of you. Just because a red dot is in the center doesn't mean you're better or worse. It just means who you are. So first, you answer these questions and the system will figure out what kind of system you are. And then you answer a different set of questions and the black dot tells you where your system is today. The red dot is where who you are and the black dot is where you are today. Maybe you didn't have proper digestion or you had jet lag. And the goal really of health is to make sure the black dot, to keep it simple, is in the red dot. That means you're in balance with you. And the system actually will help you calculate what are the right foods for you that helps bring the black dot to the red dots? That's called your body, your system. There's a book I wrote called System and Revolution, which explains this. And you can go be a supporter at truthfreedomhealth.com. And I give all of that to you. But when we look at cinnamon, remember, the reason I'm sharing this with you is everything in nature affects every other thing. So you eat cinnamon and that'll affect the forces of transport conversion and storage. And what you're seeing here is that cinnamon lowers transport. It increases conversion, which is digestion, you see? So in the Indian system, they call pitta. This is why it supports your liver. So cinnamon is very, very good for digestion and it lowers kapha. Kapha is typically related to fat. It helps with the breakdown of fat. So it all fits in whether you look at from the Eastern approach or the Western approach but I always like to take the Eastern systems approach. So pitta is the forces of conversion and cinnamon, again, increases. It increases digestion. It lowers vata. Vata is also known as wind or gas, right? So it lowers flatulence, increases the conversion forces and reduces digestive forces, okay? I mean, reduces fat storage forces, all right? So this is really pretty cool. So we've taken a Western approach at the molecular systems level, which side is solved. With your body, your system, we've taken an Eastern engineering systems approach. And you see they both meet at the same point, which is really cool because it lets you validate things in two different ways. We can look at the molecular systems approach. We've just shown you that uh, cinnamon helps break down foods, reduces flatulence. And then if you look at the Eastern systems approach, you see the same thing. It lowers vatha, wind, flatulence, increases conversion, digestion, and it lowers um, storage of fat. It breaks down fat, okay? So it's really, really cool. So 
Again, this is part of our open uh, science project. Those of you who are interested in, in really learning the systems approach, I can't overemphasize, go to truthfreedomandhealth.com. And it's sort of a multi-pronged way because you can support yourself. You can uh, get educated or you can be enslaved because you can use this knowledge for politics, for your personal health. You can use it and you can become a warrior scholar um, if you want to use it for many, many different ways. Okay for health, well-being. And obviously, as I mentioned below, this tool, Cytosoft, can be used to support scientific research. So how much should you take now? How much of cinnamon should you take to support digestive health? And one of the things before I go there is I want to, I've talked about our movement for truth, freedom, and health, and we'll come back to talk about how much you should take. But it's important to understand the movement for truth, freedom, and health is a movement that came out of all of my engineering systems research the teaching that we used to do, but in about three to three hours, you can actually learn the, the science of systems. Those in power know the science of systems. Bureaucrats know the science of systems. Those people who executed the war uh, between Ukraine and Russia know the science of systems. And it's time that you learn the science of systems to get educated or be enslaved. It is the same systems approach we just used to understand how system, how cinnamon affects the digestive system. But we've put together the education, we've created a community, uh, using private social media independent of big tech. And then we've also created tools for activism. So I want to share that with you because it would be remiss if I didn't. And I'll come back and we'll talk about how much cinnamon should you take? What is the dosaging? What does the science say? So let me uh, play this for you and we'll be right back. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others, growth, and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archive lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is the science of everything that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. 
systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes, and text allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you. All right, everyone, let's talk about dosaging. How much of cinnamon should you take? By the way, I can't overemphasize to everyone listening why it's important in the modern world that everyone learn the science of systems. As I mentioned, uh, there's probably about eight to 10,000 people in the world who understand the science of systems. If you wanna change the world, change your body, change anything in your life, we have to recognize that things are interconnected and there's a science to understanding the physics of changing the world. And I hope all of you take advantage of this We've created an amazing community of people. We've created all different institutes now where we're, we're not here just to whine. Obviously, we will critique what's going on with the establishment and the nonsense that they're doing. But the other piece is to also offer solutions. So if you go to vashiva.com, you'll see all the different solutions we're offering. And it's a wonderful way for all of you to become solutionaries, you know, revolutionaries that deliver solutions in an educated wor world, okay? So the world revolution is important because it's a revolution for you to raise your consciousness and understanding. So let me go back to this. Uh, let's now really talk about dosaging. How much should you take, right? And remember today, we're talking about the digestive effects of cinnamon. Cinnamon can have many other effects, right? It can, uh, we talked about glucose metabolism, but today we're really talking about its effects on uh, digestion. So one of the things we talked about was uh, a maintenance dose. It's about 120 milligrams per day to six grams per day. Now for 
gastric emptying, remember what we want to do is we want to lower that rate so you get better absorption, better digestion. According to Helbert Witz uh, in 2008, uh, 2009, it says about one to three grams per day, okay? One to three grams per day. So it's not a lot, but uh, it can really support uh, the digestive process. Again, in many, many traditional cultures, you didn't go to the vitamin store. This was just included in your food, right? So you added cinnamon. That's why curry powder that I talked about earlier already has cinnamon and all these other digestive spices, which we're going to walk through over the next couple of weeks, right? Um, but cinnamon was always as a part of that, okay? Now for glucose control, which is, you know, to support your metabolism, Mang et al. in 2006, their work says about one to six grams per day. So notice it helps gastric emptying as well as glucose control. Now for antimicrobial activity, right? Remember, um, like the we just talked about uh, uh, one of the bacteria, H. pylori, right? Uh, Wang et al. in 2012 said three capsules per day containing 18 milligrams cinnamon oil and nine milligrams pogo stem on oil. So in that case, they had a combination, all right? But you can see at a, you know, it's about 120 milligrams to about six grams. So if you go from the maintenance dose to for gastric emptying and for glucose control on the high end, about six grams and the low end, about 120 milligrams maintenance, which is what you typically would get, you know, in the dosages of curry powder, which was just added to food. All right. And for antimicrobial activity, um, about three capsules, 18 milligrams. Now, in conclusion, um, let me uh, wrap up by saying that cinnamon is a versatile spice that helps digestive health, immune health, cardiovascular health, and enhances bioavailability of other foods and drugs. A cinnamon enhances the digestive system again by doing two things, right? It supports the performance of the, your digestive system. It lowers gastric emptying rate in the intestines, which means you get better absorption of food, better digestion, and it lowers gut inflammation and thereby reducing bloating and dyspepsia. All right, those are the two ways um, cinnamon works, as we discuss. Okay, so anyway, this is Dr. Shiva Adre. Hope this was valuable. Let me see if there's any questions that anyone you have. But we've just spoken about cinnamon and digestive health. Let me see if people have any questions, comments. Um, and by the way, I have a little thing playing right below on the ticker that you can see. Uh, any one of you, please uh, recognize you can email me at vashiva at vashiva.com. We're going to have more formal ways coming out very soon where you can propose a research question. We have people who want to, uh, we have, by the way, uh, mapped out the molecular pathways in Alzheimer's and cancer, whole bunch of different biomolecular pathways. And one model we could do is we could go on the public markets, raise a lot of money, get VCs involved. But problem is that once you do that, you actually you're, you give up a lot of control. And I would rather take our technology and give it direct to people. So those of you who have questions, um, think of yourselves as almost becoming research directors. You can help ask a question, help raise funding for it, and support the Cytosolve Open Science Institute. So keep an eye out for it. Uh, we already have one project going on which is looking at what's in the jab, in the Pfizer jab. We also have someone who recently came up wants to start supporting the osteoarthritis project. Just to give you a quick view into this, I think I can do this. Let me see if I can pull this off here because we just got this. Um, let me go here. 
we have a new system set up here. I'm going to open up. Yeah, I think I can do this here. I'm going to open up. Um, uh, oops, I didn't. I don't want to do that. Sorry. Uh, let me go back here. Um, uh, what I want to do is I want to open up a window here so I can show you. If you go to vashiva.com, let me just go over here. If anyone has a chance to go to vashiva.com, let me stop the screen here. Let me share the screen. Um, and I think I want to go to Chrome tab here. Yeah. So here's VA. So I hope everyone has go to vashiva.com. And what you'll see here is that as you scroll down through this, we have our journey to systems video. You can see there's a video here on the movement. But here we've just opened up our new institutes. These are just going to be coming soon. Um, we have some nice graphics here. But if you go to the Cytosol Open Science Institute, you can go there. You can contribute directly. And by the way, when you contribute, it, you can either contribute to the research that we're doing right now the kind of work that I just shared with you, or you can go and support specific projects, okay? So if I go here, you can literally go here and give $1 and give whatever dollars. If you give $100, you actually get all these other gifts. So I don't want to take anything from people without giving anything. We give close to 15 different gifts, and you also get enrolled as a member of the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement. So take advantage of that. So you're contributing to the research, but you're contrib contributing to your own systems education that's right here. All right. The other thing that I want to emphasize here is you can also contribute to one of the research programs. And we're going to be adding more and more that's going to come from you. Osteoarthritis research, leukemia research, oral health research, depression. We have all these different areas. And you can see these are all the different kinds of research programs we have going on. Uh, science for the people, by the people. That's where we're heading towards. OK, um, so please uh, recognize that all of this work is there uh, this work is, the infrastructure is there for you, so we don't have to wait for the Fauci's of the world or the academics of the world. The technology platform that I created um, can be used for science for the people, by the people. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com, sign up, support this valuable research, but most importantly, support your own advancement to learning the science of systems. Anyway, I hope this was valuable, and I will... See you guys uh, shortly. We're going to be, we have a couple more videos coming for you um, on, in this whole space. And be well, be the light. Thank you.